Hello, Penny here. With spring around the corner, it won't be long until I dust off my gardening gloves and get stuck into season two of my garden podcast. In the meantime, I've put together a best of last season's antics. Here's part one. I'll see you soon. Right. <sighs> Unreal the hose. Unreal the reel. Oh my gosh. Now, what's happening here? Wow. Peas. Well, not quite. Oh yeah. Yeah, there is. Oh wow. Oh. Hello. What's the first look of a pea appearing on my pea shoots? I remember being in my jammies when I was little in the garden on a night like tonight really, sort of really late, half past ten at night with my big sister. And we were out there and we were in the, the far end of the garden where the vegetable patch was and all these lovely peas were being grown next to broad beans, runner beans, spuds. My dad loved growing spuds. And uh, we'd just stand there and scoff loads of peas. We'd split the pods open and just scoff them. <laughs> what, they, what my parents must have thought when they came to the bit of the veg patch where there was no peas on the pea shoots, on the, on the canes. Plenty of spent pods on the ground. Do you know, I do remember my parents saying a lot when I was a kid. Oh, lovely. From the garden. Mmm, delicious. I'm really going on about how delicious everything was from the blooming garden. I didn't get it. You just don't have that awareness, do you, when you're a kid, about how yummy stuff is. Oh, now I bore my own children with that sort of saying. Mmm, lovely. From the garden. Fresh mint in the salad. Mmm, from the garden. Delicious. Ha, ha, ha. It's payback, isn't it? Parent payback. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, nine. Nine courgettes off one plant. I want to be out here tomorrow morning just to help that one that's like really growing. Like give it a pad or something, give it a sleeping bag, <laughs> like to lift it off, just to protect it. Do you have to like go crazy for courgette one week? I guess you do. <laughs> really go for courgette, start giving them away to people. Hi. How are you? Yeah, great. Do you want a courgette? <laughs> That's what people do, isn't it? They've got a glut of stuff. Or whether I wait and see whether I'm going to get some sort of prize courgette. You know, enter into a show. <laughs> I don't know. Anyway, it looks fabulous. It really does. I'm really pleased. I think, it's the, I think the courgettes are going to taste brilliantly. Casper, the cat, is just treading gently through the wildflower meadow well it's more like a cricket oh he's having a no no i thought he's about to have a poo he's just i thought he's about to have a poo he's just having to sit down oh now he's doing like cats of instagram posing which is to just look cute in the wildflower meadow oh Joey, Joey, hello. Leave that. Leave it. See, normally I'd be quite brusque with the, jo the dog and firm, but I don't want to come across as a shouty person. <laughs> I am a shouty person, really. So anyway, he's trying to run off with a stick, which is the snipped-off rose 
It's not going to be very pleasant in your mouth, Joey. Joey is brilliant. He's so well trained. He knows all the commands and he's quite well trained. But when it comes to being outdoors, he's got selective hearing and he won't come back on the lead. He will do eventually, but not quite when you need him to. Oh, I was put in my place there, really, as a dog owner. In the pecking order of dog owners, I am not high up at all. By this woman I met on a dog walk today. So I was out with Joey, the Springer Spaniel, and along comes her with uh, two very impressive spaniel-y kind of colouring, Dalmatian-y sort of size, um, interesting dogs. And I said, you know, what are they? And she went, oh, they're German pointers or something, something like that. I was like, right. She goes, they're very rare. You've probably not heard of them. <laughs> she was right. I hadn't heard of them. She goes, anyway, they're all part of the same family. The Springers and the uh, Pointers are all gun dogs. She, I show mine. So she takes them to shows. And she had, whist- she had three whistles around her neck. One for each dog and a spare. Anyway, she went, work out what his treat is. Is it a ball? Is it a treat? Is it a, you know, what is it? Is it you? Is it a cuddle? I went, oh no, it sticks. And she rolled her eyes and went, ah, oh, that's £2,000 worth of vet's bills right there if you get splinters in your mouth. Not you, the dog. Anyway, I've since purchased a whistle online and a long lead and we're going to be watching some more training videos about how to train gun dogs to come back. Oh no! Do you know, I've just been upstairs to get my gardening gear on. It's lunchtime. I've had a conference call blouse on, which was pale cream thing. Um, and I thought, I'll just nip out, do a bit of lunchtime, look around, a bit of deadheading, maybe a bit of planting of something. Turn my back, get my little jeans on, my T-shirt to do the gardening bit, and it's absolutely chucking it down. Right, well, it's not a shower, clearly. I am determined not to waste my lunch break because I've got strawberries I need to sort out and they can't, I just want to get on with it. So there's enough room in the shed, let's go there, we're going to do a a mad dash down the garden to the shed to get these strawberries in to pots. So, are you ready? Okay. Okay, so there's a bit of an urgency to get these three small strawberry pots into the shed and then these big saucers. Oh, I say saucers, they're like really big pots, but they've got wide tops. So, like, oh, like a teacup, I suppose, would be a better way of describing it. <laughs> right. Brolly down. Oh, I think it's lightning off. Right. Where's a towel when you need it? It's not the kind of thing you furnish your shed with, is it, a towel? Now, bit of a problem here. Bit of a problemo. I don't have enough crocs to cover the base of this. I'm absolutely cleaned out of croc, croc, crocs. Um, let's see what I can do. So I'm going to cover every hole with one bit of croc. But do you know what I've got? I might be able to use. <laughs> when the kids were little, we used to take them to the beach, do stuff like that. And I think this is universal for all children, is that they just want to bring as much as they can back from the beach. So, Mummy, can, do you like this stone? Oh, darling, it's lovely. Have you noticed the little line in it? Yes, Mummy, it's lovely. 
oh, can you put it in your pocket, mummy? Yeah, sure. And you end up like laden down or only weighed down leaving the beach, not only carrying the, the windbreaker, the picnic basket, the rugs, the wet towels. You've got some scowling children because they're hungry and it's like they don't want to leave the beach. Not only have you got all that, you've got these pockets of stones, pebbles, beautiful things with so many memories. And like an idiot, I go the full hog and I actually bring them the whole way home in my suitcase or in the car or whatever mode we're travelling by. And I think, I'll use those in the garden, they'll look pretty on top of pots. I've now got far, far, far too many. So I'm going to do crocs in this pot, good old-fashioned little crocs. And in the other one, I'm just going to put a bunch of rocks or a bunch of pebbles off the beach and see what happens. Might be a bit heavy to carry, but um, we'll work on that later. Right. Oh, hi, Joey. Hey, how are you? Yeah? You're all wet, aren't you? Did you have a good walk with the girls? Yeah. Oh, I love it when you're dead pleased to see me, which is every time. Really pleasing. Okay, right, you can leave now because I've got a thing to do. Go on then. Thanks. Oh, back again. Oh, hello. Yeah, he's kind of pushing my hands out of the, the pot to say, don't do that. Don't do that. Look at me. Cuddle me. Touch my ears. All right, mate, off you go. Season two of My Garden Podcast is coming soon. And I don't want you to miss the start. So don't forget to subscribe wherever you get your podcasts.